This episode of the Smoke Pit brought to you by the Nut Ruck by Arbor Arms. Tactical fanny pack for your nuts and your butts. Check them out at arborarms.com. Tell them the Smoke Pit sent you. Also check out Combat Comeover at combatcomeover.com. Find palmades and beard oils for your hair and your face. And use that promo code SMOKEPIT. Save yourself some money. Welcome to the Smoke Pit. Hey. What up, though? Mike, you are looking very pale and sweaty right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Uh, I feel very pale and sweaty right now. What's, go- what's going on there? Uh, you, you feverish? You allergies? Yeah, it's uh, allergies. No, I actually, the big announcement, uh, I've decided to go sober for a month. And I'm in day three, and I am literally uh, like agitated and shaking and like feel terrible. I, feel, I really do feel terrible. Did you did you quit cold turkey? Yeah, I quit. Uh, I quit drinking and I quit dipping. So tobacco and alcohol all at once. I feel really bad. <laughs> You're not concerned that the you, cumulative you hated hangover? yourself, but I didn't know you hated yourself that much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not concerned that the cumulative hangover will kill you? I'm counting on it, AJ. <laughs> That's why you got it. You're, you're literally drinking the juice from the pepper jar. Yeah. Well, because if I drink the rest of the juice, I can get to the peppers on the bottom. Oh, okay. You don't own a fork? You don't own a fork? I do own a fork, but it's in the kitchen and I refuse to get up. <laughs> you had to get the peppers, though. Yeah, that was eons ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how, many, how many peppers he's consumed already? No, yeah, at the bottom of the jar. <laughs> well, two are. I'm two left. Yeah, so um, I, uh, as as the wise friend that I am, I also mm. often like to give Mike uh, sage counsel about things, mm. and I'm like, you know, it's <laughs> it's good that you're getting sober because you can't very well be a recruiter if you're hungover all the time. Right, right. And Mike replied, "Says you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not with that fucking attitude. No, I figured he could uh, he could be like the hungover teachers that we had in uh, in middle school, where they would c- come in with like sunglasses and you know clearly in the same clothes from the night before, and right. just put out like um, he could put like the the Navy Seal movie with Charlie Sheen on the television on like the rollout cart yeah. for the uh, the kids that you're you're recruiting. Absolutely, and then just have him write a paper on it, and then uh, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, like I'm gonna be under my desk. Just put it on top of my desk and try not to make a lot of noise on your way out. <laughs> Here's the real question, though. Do you think he'd get more recruits signed up by doing it that way or by, like, trying? <laughs> You're saying that, are you saying that's not trying, throwing on a movie for the children? <laughs> no, that's not trying. Now, do you think what would be a better movie for that, uh, the, the aforementioned Navy SEALs or Down Periscope? Well, since I'm going to be the spec war recruiter, uh, probably Down Periscope. <laughs> I figure that's a, a more accurate uh, depiction of zany Navy life versus like the trying too hard to be cool and jumping off of bridges. Kelsey, Kelsey <laughs> Grammer raising an eyebrow and being like, you're almost out of uniform. <laughs> are you saying the Navy SEALs are trying to be cool in movies, Dan? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> oh, I'm saying Charlie Sheen tried to be cool in that movie. <laughs> Charlie Sheen is cool in all movies. Yeah, um, I, I would say that hawk shots part dux, which uh, I, I believe you're required to say it that way. Yes, you are, legally. Yeah, legally. Uh, I, I would probably say that's the, the coolest that Charlie ever was in a movie. <laughs> um, There's okay. a movie called The Chase, and it has Wayne Knight and uh, Henry Rollins in it, yeah. as well as Charlie, Se- Charlie Sheen. You know, nobody under the age of 50 knows who they are, right? Yeah. If you don't you, know who you Henry- have to- if you don't know yeah, who Henry he, Rollins is, you can go fuck yourself. 
And if you don't wow. know who Wayne Knight is, I don't care because he's a terrible actor. <laughs> just Wayne say Knight Newman. Is, yeah, just say Newman or <laughs> the guy from Jurassic Park. Yeah. Dennis Nedry from Jurassic Park. Yeah. He's terrible. They could put any <laughs> guy. You, did you know that in that movie, they all of the clothes he wears are all of the clothes that Chunk from the Goonies wore? Oh, every that is sing, interesting. Every single outfit he, he wore was a copy of one of Chunk's outfits from the Goonies. So Chunk had a Jurassic <laughs> Park jacket? He had a yellow, a yellow rain slicker yeah. that looked exactly like that minus the logo. Oh. Interesting bit of tidbit from the silver yeah. years of cinema. <laughs> it, was the, it was the mid-90s, all right? It wasn't that long. No one who listens to the show was alive in the mid-90s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, I will say that it, you know, it is interesting uh, interacting with uh, either a younger audience or younger people and in our lives and particularly like I, I made a, a very interesting and hilarious remark as I am one to do. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And so humble. Yeah. <laughs> so and, humble. Uh, so my girl, Sam, she like just started roasting me uh, on account of uh, how ridiculous whatever I had just said was. And I was just like, wow, call me the Burger King. Cause I'm flame broiled roasted on both sides. Boo. I booed you before and I'll boo you again. <laughs> <laughs> I said good day, sir. <laughs> and so now I'll put both of you guys on the spot. Tell a funny oh. joke. Go. Uh, 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 Dan's joke attempts. Boom. Roasted. <laughs> <laughs> All right, AJ, you're up. <laughs> I would like to start by saying that's not a joke. That's <laughs> <laughs> I have prepared this monologue. Get comfortable. <laughs> no, if I prepared I have... a monologue, I would have put it on my own show. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anyway, no, I was going to say, it's good that Sam's finally coming out of her shell and roasting people. I know it's not a joke. Can Still I, waiting. Can I say something nice about Sam without you being an ass about it? Yeah, sure. But I mean, you're going to go over there and give me sound effects for my joke, but now you have your opportunity, so let's hear it. Ooh. You're going to get what you give, brother. That, that's different. Yours was written down because you said it like three hours ago. Yeah. You can't just be like, be funny. Like, that's what happened. Isn't that the thing you complain? Wow, I'm the only one who writes stuff down for the show. <laughs> Cheers, I'll drink to that. You're the only one that needs to write shit down for the show. All right, let's hear it then. That's a bold statement, Cotton. Let's see how it pays off. It is a bold statement, but that's not how I work. What? <laughs> you we can't should... be like, ah, oh, I'm going to dress you down for the thing, but then once given the same opportunity, I abstain. Like, I didn't that's dress how that you... works. Again, right. I didn't dress you down for the thing. I said, nah, right? Oh, womp, you said womp, womp, womp. I did say womp, Oh, man, womp. your memory's failing. I got some Omega-3 for you. We got an old, old folks home picked out. Like, let's make it happen. <laughs> I think we should do a fan vote to see who is funnier, Dan or AJ. AJ, go. <laughs> I think right now you should insert some cricket sounds into the uh, into the recording when we go back later. Wow, a self-burn. That's rare. <laughs> <laughs> Self-burns are like half of what I do. So speaking of uh, self-burns, uh, sometimes, much like uh, Charlie Sheen in the Navy SEALs movie, people take <laughs> themselves too seriously. And... Mm. We uh, went down a rabbit hole one day and we started reading uh, angry nerd reviews of replica swords on Amazon. Okay. Don't ask me how I got there. Um, it, I never do. I never do. I know better. And I think, it, it involved intoxicating substances and Dan having very little to do with his day. <laughs> <laughs> yes, quite. And uh, so we, just, uh, AJ and I uh, looked up some angry reviews and we're going to read them. What do you got? So the first one is for a samurai sword. 
Uh, it is retailing on Amazon right now for $139. It is listed as the Tactical Magnesi, Magnese, am I saying that right? Manganese? Yeah, Manganese Steel. <laughs> and then a word that looks like Wazgowski from Monsters, but I, I know I'm going to butcher that because I don't speak Japanese. Hoke. So this, uh, this individual, who I'm only assuming still lives in his basement, Nothing wrong with that. His handle is, uh, actually, I probably shouldn't say that because then we'll get angry reviews. But yeah. it's got, uh, what it says on there is not full tank, which I assume that they mean tang, like when the metal carries through the handle all the way. Correct. Uh, not magnese steel alloy, not comfortable in the hand, extremely dangerous, one star. Wow. So I, I want to know what led up to that series of events. Like, did he pull it out and he started swinging it around and like, because it's not full tang, uh, not the delicious <laughs> orange substance that our national heroes and astronauts drink while in orbit. True. Or what Mike just burped up. I was just vomit. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, so I was wondering if he was like swinging around his basement and it like flew out of the handle and just like impaled the cat. Yeah, no, um, bold of you to assume he has any pets that the government would let him have. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, for sure. He definitely, he lost a toe. Oh, yeah. He um, he criticized it for being regular Western 1060 steel and not manganese. And he also said that he gave it to a friend as a present and was incredibly embarrassed when the friend opened it up and saw how low quality it was. What a fucking simp. <laughs> friend a like i yeah. will say i will give him points for the fact like that is kind of dope like your friend just shows up and is just like here i bought you this sword yeah. that's kind of cool you know yeah like my friends just make fun of me <laughs> but accurately <laughs> and so yeah I, I wonder uh what you know what what really led to the moment of realization where he realized that it was dangerous to own the sword <laughs> Um, I think, yeah. So he gifted it. His friend was embarrassed by the gift and he didn't like the practicality of the sword. He just didn't like anything about it. Yeah. And he was the one who was embarrassed, you know. Uh, oh, okay. And apparently he couldn't even commit seppuku because of the low quality <laughs> of the sword. It's not manganese. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like if you can't do that, you're just not trying hard enough. That, mm. that is fair. AJ, what you got? All right. So this one, the, the title of the review is Cringeworthy Smut. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's the, epi- the title of this episode. <laughs> yes, that's the title of every episode. True. The the review is as follows: This thing is junk. I bought it for my wife for an early Christmas gift. He actually he wrote Xmas gift. Let me not. Let me not. Uh, He's always one of those. I, I hate. Oh, I hate yeah. that. I hate him. And I regretted a, ge- a great deal. The cut down from four hundred dollars is precisely as you thought. A load of horse shit. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I'll also point out that he put horses and then three asterisks. Ah. So he's one of those as well. I don't, I don't know if Amazon like cuts your reviews if you swear. but Yeah, that, that, that's a good point. But it says something that I think is very powerful and that we should all remember. It says, don't make my mistake and disappoint someone you love. Wow. Oh, wait, there's more. I just pushed a button. Here we go. While he's looking for that, I have a feeling that's not the first time he's disappointed his wife. But umps. I like. Hey, there's a joke I, I can tell you that I like. Someone's like, "Do you, do you really want to have a threesome?" And the guy goes, "No. If I wanted to disappoint two people at the same time, I'd have dinner with my parents." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the rest of this review, the reasons why it's crap, the hilt looks infinitely better in the picture than this beat to hell smut of a replica. 
the paint or sticker I was too upset and angry to figure out, which was peeling off. Blade itself was loose in the hilt. I know it's hanging a hanging display sword, but come on. If anything, it's a cringeworthy eyesore. Mm. <laughs> I like the idea that it was just like a sticker was peeling and he was so like befuddled and flustered by it. He's like, he's looking at a, a sticker that's peeling and it's like, I can't figure it out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what this logo is supposed to be because I'm so angry. <laughs> now, uh, this one says cheaply made and then in all capitals to the max. <laughs> this one is more of kind of like a uh fantasy uh sword like uh, i would say kind of like dystopian uh sci-fi woman wearing nothing but like a bikini but the bikini's made out of chain mail you know like <laughs> completely impractical right and, right and and and, uh, and and i would say from experience bikini chain uh, made out of chain mail are very chafing all right. If you're pilgrimaging across the wasteland, that's not what you want to be wearing. No, absolutely not. You just get the weirdest uh, sunburn pattern. Uh, <laughs> so he said that um, he opened the package. He was impressed by how heavy the sword was. He thought since they were heavy, whoever made them must have worked hard on them and that they would be decent. And then in all capital letters, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Did, pre- did the president buy a sword? <laughs> he made a sword. Yeah. And it says it's made from cheap material. Screws were literally falling out of the handles after picking it up twice, which I think that's the, even if you just imagine that for a second, he like picked it up the first time. He's like, ah, oh, yes, this must be clearly made. Let me set this down and inform my friends of my purchase. <laughs> and then, you know, clearly because he's so popular, they all wanted to FaceTime him. And. Mm. So he has them all on FaceTime in the group chat or Zoom or, you know, whatever the, the case is. And then he picks it up the second time. And then that's when it fell apart. <laughs> Literally, the bl- it's like, look how cool my sword is. And the blade just falls on the ground and clangs. And he just sits there looking dejected. Just lands right in the cat. <laughs> <laughs> Always Dan, in the fucking cat. Dan's right? all about murdering cats. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I would say if it's uh, through manufacture and neglect, then that's a different story than malicious. Like if you yeah. intentionally, what were you saying earlier with like the Legend of Zelda, where you can like if your 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 things full, oh, you can right. shoot the sword. So like a ri- the a lot of the Legend of Zelda games, like if your if your health is full, you can like you throw little beams like of energy out of your sword. So the guy like flung the sword, and the whole blade just flies off. And he's like, okay, I, I know about sword beams, but this is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Like, have you ever seen those videos where, like, uh, some person who clearly does not have any weapons handling training is doing, like, um, like a, a TikTok or a Vine video, and they accidentally have a negligent discharge, like, into their ceiling or their yeah. floor? Yeah. Hell yeah. And then, like, the mom comes in and starts whipping ass. Oh, there was, there was one where the dude shoots the pistol into the ceiling. Yeah. And the other guy, like, jumps, and he goes, that's why mom doesn't fucking love you. <laughs> I like the one where this kid had, had uh, an AK. And he, uh, it might have been an SKS. I didn't, I didn't get a good look at it. But he accidentally squeezes the trigger because you don't pull triggers; you slow, gently squeeze. I think that guy probably pulled the trigger. <laughs> no, that guy. <laughs> yeah. that, see, there it is. Boom. <laughs> AJ with the solid line. Yeah. That's so right. that guy slapped the trigger. 
<laughs> and it went off and like he got this big wide-eyed view and you could see like the dust particles and stuff and then he slowly unloads shows clears the the rifle and then he just starts doing like a dance <laughs> <laughs> like he removes the mag he clears the chamber takes the round out and you know puts it on safe sets it down and then he just starts like finishing his dance I, th- I think as a firearms instructor, I think what I would do in that situation, like if, if I had a person at the range that did something that stupid, yeah. like you remember in Hitch where he tells old boy to show him his dance moves and he does it. And then Will, Will Smith just kind of like puts his hand on his, on his chin for a second and then slaps him. Yeah. <laughs> like not, not like a man slap, not like reach back, but like a, like an embarrassing slap. Like you're not even worth yeah. coming from the arm. You're coming from the elbow. I'm going to, I'm going to slap you in front of the entire Royal court just to disgrace you. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. So, um, the, <laughs> I, I, I can only imagine like, like somebody with the sword and they're like swinging it and it just like wangs the wall. And then like mom comes in there and starts whipping their ass. Yeah. With her sword. With her. She's got, she's got a cat of nine tails. <laughs> so I have one. I'm not going to tell you the reviewer's name until I'm done. Cause it's funny. All right. Right. Cause, cause of the things we were talking about. So it says not impressed. <laughs> <laughs> right. It says meh. The end of the hilt is detached and needs to be glued on. The craftsmanship isn't the greatest. Very sloppily put together. There's hot glue all over the gems in the hilt and the paint is peeling off. But for $53, what did you expect? Right, yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. The reviewer's name is Kitten. (laughs) (laughs) I have to imagine it's an actual cat. It was like, I got stabbed by three of these things and I am not at all amused, good sir. Out of all the swords that I've been stabbed by, this was the least impressive. <laughs> looking yeah. looking at the pictures, uh, I, I'm thinking if you even paid fifty three dollars for this, you should just get whatever is coming to you. Like you shouldn't even get stabbed by it. You should just get it and be hit by the truck as it's backing up <laughs> delivering your <laughs> delivering your weapon. Yeah. So the 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 idea is that if you you know do buy weaponry from Amazon, <laughs> uh, test it out in a safe location. Right. Not intentionally, because you know what that's called. A war crime. And speaking of war crimes. <laughs> Your transitions are so solid. I, I love that he's just like, speaking of war crimes. Yeah, exactly. Michael, yeah. Join the infantry. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine like a 1950s ty- uh, style uh, commercial. It's like, hey, kids, do you like war crimes? We sure do, mister. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Join like, the infantry. Yeah. Like, like uh, a- what is it on uh, um, Starship Troopers? Yeah. Where like, the troopers are out there at the at the the not middle school what's an elementary school passing out bullets yeah there's like here kids play with these bullets that are big enough for us to smoke giant monster alien bugs with <laughs> definitely don't stick your friends with them so we um we've we've received a fair amount of stories recently and uh, you know, they vary from everything from you know mental health issues to just humorous musings while you're on deployment. And one of the things that I started to realize after a while is that it's really hard to judge what somebody's been through. Because if you look mm-hmm. at the typical stereotype of being in the military, it's like cold and disinterested and robotic, you know, just much like a, a sober Mike Sensi. But... <laughs> I'm trying to better myself. <laughs> but, you know, for, for the most part, all the, all the veterans and active duty and reserve uh, troops that I know are you know, very animated and, 
deeply feeling and uh, hilarious and insightful and jovial. You know, the the whole aspect of like the smoke pit is that, you know, we come in here and bust each other's balls and tell crazy stories and stuff. And so it's, it's kind of hard to, you know, judge somebody when you first meet them, particularly if you're only looking at like the ribbon stack, you know. And then I was uh, furthermore thinking that, you know, the you can't really buy too much into what's on someone's chest because you never know what actually happened. Yeah. And so like, uh, you know, metals are really only a reflection of the environment that they're in. You know, you have a, a unit that goes out to an area that was fairly secured. Not a lot happens. Maybe they get into like, you know, one firefight and then that person gets like a NAM or an achievement medal or like a bronze star or something like that. But then when you compare that to other units that were far more kinetic, like, that was what those guys did on a daily basis, not just one time out of seven months, but right. it was just like the, the most uh, hardcore stories among them are the ones that got put up for, for medals. Cause you, you read, you read some of the battles and some of the stuff that people did. Like if you read like a medal of honor citation from like Iwo Jima or like battle of the bulge or something, mm-hmm. the shit that the other guys and the guys platoon did would be medal of honor recipients uh, citations. Now. Absolutely. Absolutely. It would. Yeah. Remember- it's like, um, after you know, uh, killing twelve enemy combatants with a K bar, uh, the platoon commander was mortally wounded. So staff sergeant so and so took over and then did this. And it's like, well, wait a sec, go back to that first guy. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that first guy alone would get a medal of honor for right now. But you know what he got? Yeah. Nam. Yeah, crippling depression. <laughs> <laughs> or he got dead. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Dan, when we were at Quantico, you remember in Haywood Hall. I think it was where it was like the, where the officers headquarters were and they had like their classrooms. They were framed pictures and citations for all those medals of honor on the wall. Yeah. And so every once in a while, if you're super lucky, you got to have guardian angel duty, which meant you only had to work like one yeah. out of every four days. That was tight. I like that. That was pretty boss. And you just followed the lieutenants around wearing uh, like low pro body armor and carrying a rifle in two magazines. Yeah. And so, because the idea that officers are so important that you have to have armed combat uh, veteran NCOs protecting their <laughs> classrooms. The, the original brief we got was, yeah, it takes it takes up to five minutes for PMO to respond to this area if something happens. Yeah, and then on the low, they're like, also the lieutenants get to keep their guns in their rooms, so just in case somebody gets squirrely, and I'm like, I get to smoke a lieutenant. I don't know how I feel about this. Stop putting moral and ethical quandaries at my feet. That is most certainly not the brief that I got. I, th- I, think, I think the guy was just tired when he gave the brief and didn't have time for bullshit. Yeah, that's like day one of deployment versus day like, you know, uh, 227. The brief that I got was, you know, these are the future leaders of the Corps. It's inherently important that, you know, we protect the Marine Corps' investment. And, you know, for every lieutenant that doesn't complete training, you know, that uh, uh, degrades our combat readiness. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, yo, I know I'm fucking Ura, but this is way too much Kool-Aid for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when they're in the class, you have nothing to do but stand out in the hallway. So you, you end up reading all these citations. Yeah. And you have some of them that have like these ridiculous, ridiculous war stories like um he wasn't up there but we were talking about uh dale um die uh, dale yeah, die dale die yeah. was a uh he was a war correspondent he was a marine marine but he was a war correspondent and he like asked this battalion commander he's like please let me go with you into combat so i can like report on what you guys are doing and the shit got so fucky that he ended up getting behind he had to like fight his way through the enemy to get to a position where there was ammo, grab the ammo, fight his way back through the enemy to get to the machine gun line, get behind a machine gun and just start smoking enemy troops. 
all like, while taking <laughs> selfies with his combat camera <laughs> yes. equipment. And, and this, this was not even the most intense thing he did. That was just the <laughs> quickest thing I could remember, right? Exactly. So there's all, there's all of those, but there was a couple of them where you'd read the citation and the citation's like three or four sentences. It'd be like, for heroic actions in the battle of whatever on yeah. this date, this date, and that date, uh, he was awarded the Medal of Honor. And you're like, what kind of wackadoodle war crime secret squirrel <laughs> exactly. CIA crap was he pulling? <laughs> yeah, like uh, when I was doing research before we had Kyle Carpenter on, I, you know, again, down the rabbit hole, uh, as I am one to do. And I'm reading like Medal of Honor citations from like 1890. And all it is, it's like, you know, uh, Major Joe Johnson, action against the Cheyenne Indians. And then that's it. Like that's the entire <laughs> the entire citation. And I'm like, what in the fucking wounded knee fucking yeah. the haberdashery of hemoglobin <laughs> is going on? And so yeah, so like the idea that like sometimes, you know, uh, you know, when people will will meet you, particularly the younger generation, they they kind of have a little bit of stars in their eyes still. And they're like, oh, you know, I can't imagine what you've been through and what you've seen. And I'm just like, dude, I almost shit myself in traffic today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I had to make the mental like realization. I had to come to Jesus moment that I was like, all right, I'm speeding. And if I get pulled over, I'm just going to shit my pants. Like <laughs> as soon as the officer pulls up, I'm going to look him right in the eye and just be like, squish. Yeah. You know? Isn't that what you usually do when you get pulled over? <laughs> yeah, great, great tactic to get out of, um, out of tickets. You know, you really yeah. have the, the sympathy. Unless you're See, in but, California, California Highway Patrol will be like, yeah, oh, good. You shit yourself, you gross baby. Here's an extra ticket for pollution. <laughs> Here, this will help you get the rest of it out. Pepper spray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a $500 ticket from uh, California Highway Patrol for doing like 17 over. Yeah. And like a desolate strip of desert. Like nobody was around and I was just, you know, just cruising, you know. Well, somebody was around. <laughs> I got a ticket. I got a ticket. I got a ticket in California for disregarding a non-existent stop sign when I was going to pick Dan up from his house. Yeah, it was St. Patrick's Day. I had a little bit of green beer, and AJ uh, was kind enough uh, to be my designated driver. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I was sober on St. Patrick's Day, which was bullshit to begin with. Mm -hmm. And I was driving to go pick him up, and I was like, "All right, well, I have time." He said, "Be there at this point." So I stopped in a Jack in the Box for some midnight dollar tacos. <laughs> And uh, and I that's why we shit our pants and trash. <laughs> I went to I went to go pull out. Uh, wait wait what what? Wait, yeah what what was that? What was I, that? I left the parking. Ah, uh, uh, <laughs> you cream pie son of a bitch. I, I left the, I left <laughs> cream the pie piece of shit. I left the parking lot, and I was taking a I was taking a right onto sixty two, which is one of the main highways that goes through twenty nine Palms, and there's no stop sign there. There should be, but there's not. And I did stop, even though there's no stop sign. I pulled out on the road, got to the, 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 the traffic light at the major intersection, and I was sitting there for like five minutes because it's the middle of the night and the thing wouldn't switch. Mm. And I like spilled some fries, so I put my vehicle in park, leaned over, picked them up, put the vehicle back in drive, stood there for another minute, and then went forward, and then a cop car pulled me over. <laughs> and two, two California Highway Patrol officers, both with Irish last names, which means they're probably just pissed off that they couldn't get drunk on their on the one holiday no no, no. They, 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 get, could, they could probably tell by your uh, your highbrow expression that you were from the other island in proximity well the, at first they tried to be like you're not wearing your seatbelt and i was like i'm wearing it right now and then they're like oh well but you did this i was like oh they and then said you were drinking and i said no i have i'm the designated driver <laughs> and i'll take a sobriety test which i easily passed and they're like we're gonna give you a ticket for disregarding a stop sign and i said okay fine 
but I'm going on deployment in three weeks. So could you yeah. give me my court date between now and three weeks or anytime after November, wherever the hell I was coming back? And they said, uh, sure. And then they wrote down on the paper, get fucked, put the ticket in the middle of the deployment I just told them I'd be on. Wow. I received a summons while I was in Afghanistan. <laughs> Jesus. That Meanwhile, ticket, ticket yeah. cost me $628 by the Jesus. time I got back. Meanwhile, I'm fucking toasted off a of green beer singing uh, Piano Man. <laughs> <laughs> Two very different stories. <laughs> Each with the same result. Yeah. <laughs> And so the, the idea that like, you know, when somebody meets us, like they, they have no idea, like the, you know, the, the ridiculous shit we've done, uh, the crazy things we've done just to get through the day, the, uh, as you said earlier, haberdashery and hebegolmans. What the haberdashery? Hebe There's a comedian. I'm going to have to credit him later. Yeah. So they, they, they have like no idea. And, you know, so it's, it's, it's kind of funny because the, some of the people that I've met that have you know, some of the most prestigious awards in the military are oftentimes the most humble and like down to earth people. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Like, um, we, I had, uh, I had, uh, Clifford Woldridge in my, uh, and I was in three, seven with him. And then we went to, uh, uh, Chesapeake together and he was a super cool guy. You wouldn't know that he was the one who was awarded a Navy cross for mowing down an enemy fire team, then ripping the weapon out of the last guy's hand and beating him to death with his own rifle because he ran out of ammo. Yeah, it's such a good story. <laughs> yeah, like his saw went dry and the barrel came around the corner and he was just like, this is mine. And then pointed at the buttstock and he's like, and this is yours and gave it to him. <laughs> Here's a question, right? Yeah. Medically speaking, if that guy died for a moment, right? And then his heart started again, right? And he came back to life. Like he's like, he, he got the business. Yeah. And then boy ripped the rifle out of his hand. And he comes back to life and he like regains consciousness mm. and then immediately gets buttstroked to death. Does that count as a double kill? Mm. That's a good question. Well, you'd have to confirm the first one in the first place. And from what I know of that story, he was alone. So, yeah, he was, he was covering his, uh, his squad as they were uh, making cover movement back to the vehicles. Right, right. And that's when he heard uh, uh, talking from around the corner, and he popped out, and he was like, what a... <laughs> well, hello. <laughs> yeah. if, if I ever get a genie, one of my wishes is going to be uh, that you get an instant kill cam. That's, a, that's an intense wish. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I this, thought there'd be more to that. <laughs> every, everybody's going to be happy with this, right? Because if you commit a war crime, there's evidence. But mm. if you get a solid, a solid, like a clean kill, like it's a good shoot, yeah. then you have fucking trophies. I like how you brought that full circle to the war crimes. Yeah, good job. Yeah, I like that. Good job. Yeah. Man. Not just a pretty face. <laughs> no one said that. <laughs> hey, I, God damn. Hey, Mike, broiled, roasted on both sides. <laughs> Mike, why don't, you go, why don't you go detox some more? I have to, to shave my oh <laughs> I, have to, I have to shave my beard on Monday, so I'm trying to like live my life as I can right now. Why um, are you shaving your beard? We have to get uh, fit tested for N95 masks in order mm. to uh, comply with the phase one opening of my facility. I see, I see. Yeah, but I am shaving down to the Ron Swanson mustache. <laughs> it is That's on the yeah. it's on the approved list of State Department facial hair. Good. It was just, just it a picture be. of Ron Swanson. <laughs> <laughs> it literally, all the rest of them are like pictographs. Yeah. And then there's one that's just a picture of Ron Swanson. <laughs> and I was like, immediately that one. Yes, that, yes, yes, that one. Like, 
don't know about you guys, but I have never once walked into a barbershop and looked at the pictures on the wall and be like, ah, oh, yes, give me the sizzling sensation number seven. Yeah, exactly. Can I have a number four and then a number five? <laughs> like, I, I want to go in there and like pick a hairstyle that is clearly from someone who has a completely different style hair than mine and be like, yeah. I want you to make me look exactly like that. <laughs> Like, I, sir that that is a black man like exactly <laughs> like him <laughs> hey you know I, that's possible because there used to be that there was this elderly african-american gentleman who used to be a, a barber on camp geiger in north carolina yeah and you want to talk about the best haircut i ever had as a marine Ooh, yeah best haircuts ever and then he died you know i <laughs> i i had an awesome joke to follow that up but then you ended that like midway into my leap like i took one foot out and i was about to step it down on a good joke and you're like and he died i'm like ah momentum just for the record <laughs> Rob. for the record this entire episode has me swallowing my fucking jokes because of the fucking delay on this fucking zoom call so i've missed there's like three or four gems that will never be said because it's fucking zoom call i'm just throwing it out there look just because you think about 90 second comebacks doesn't mean that they count <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> good old 90 second mike there's a there, there's a there's a tv show where somebody says something scathing to the other party and she goes how much time do i have for a comeback and he goes that that was your chance right there you blew it with a stupid question mm. <laughs> mike's gonna be it mike's gonna be in the shower just profusely sweating the last bits of alcohol out of his system and he's like ah, i should have said that be replaying guys, this whole episode in his head thinking of all the pithy things he could have said you guys are making jokes but i feel terrible <laughs> <laughs> that's why they're funny michael <laughs> so um I, I don't know if it'll land the same way because uh, i won't be delivering it with the same amount of enthusiasm but mm. i have such a boner to see mike with a high and tight i i'll send you a picture right now like i've seen cute baby boot mike you know right when, he still had life in his eyes. But <laughs> so, when, he was 18. when I was in Okinawa uh, on my combat deployment there, uh, <laughs> we, uh, we uh, won three. Uh, a bunch of the corpsmen got together and playing beer pong. And obviously, I'm part of the corpsmen, so I was there. And me and my buddy Brian, <laughs> we decided, since we're the t two best beer pong players, we decided to play one versus one. Loser gets a high and tight that next day. And he cheated. And... <laughs> <laughs> Let me find one. I'll send it to you right now. Right on. Yeah, but I mean like currently now though. I... Oh, yeah. No, I'd be bad. <laughs> yeah, because then you'd have like the picture of back when he was still young, dumb, and full of cum. And, <laughs> and he had a high and tight. And then you see him now. When only one of those things is not true now. <laughs> well, I mean two of those things. <laughs> Depending on who you ask. That's right. That's right. The, the, tank, is, the tank is depleted. Dealer's choice. Cream, cream pies come at a cost. <laughs> well they're never free <laughs> somebody always pays a horrible price that's right so i'm eagerly anticipating this picture and i'm sent i'm sent to the group chat right now yeah and so I, I will make a statement on behalf of uh smoke pit and pop smoke media if mike can go the full 30 days without drinking i will get a high and tight oh wow okay Bro. Oh my god! <laughs> that is not a high and tight. That's like that's Bro. what the lady. That's what the lady gave me. She kept. Bro. She kept a little bit. I know. That's, that's a, a warhawk. That yeah. is. <laughs> that is exactly a warhawk. Like there's no. I, there's barely any fade on that. There's <laughs> like that one patch of fur off to one side, but most of that. That's like if you put on a piss cutter, you would completely cover that hair up. 
Bro, you look like you're about to have one of your buddies put some engine or some uh, some Tommy gun grease on your face and then jump into Normandy. <laughs> you, you look like you and Brad Pitt were hanging out in that movie. Uh... Oh, Fury? Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's a good movie. <laughs> Having had the Fury haircut, like that's exactly what it looked like. Yeah. Yeah, you look like for once in your life that that's only the second worst mistake you've ever made. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny when I, I walked into the the px barbershop and uh i was like yeah can i get a high and tight and she looked at me and she's like you're not 50 years old <laughs> and i was like yeah i know i know and that's what she gave me you know what's funny is the complete lack of crow's feet and sadness in that yeah. picture <laughs> <laughs> i was only on deployment number three uh yeah. i was what 20 what, 26 Nine. 20, yeah <laughs> i was what 26 in that picture you made it to 26 on so, your third deployment 20 no i'd be 24 okay so i have several probing questions (laughs) very probing insert probe what kind of watch are you wearing in this picture because it looks expensive uh let's see no that looks that looks like a knockoff (laughs) g-shock no that's exactly no it's 100 percent what it is it's a knockoff g-shock yeah nailed it yeah I've I've worn my share of those back when I was a, a <laughs> yeah exactly a, when I was a broke sergeant and I was like the the two most expensive things I owned before I went to Afghanistan was one pair of uh, like Oakley sunglasses that I'd bought yeah yeah and, and my G Shock that's all I had yep that's <laughs> it's a it's a knockoff G Shock it's exactly what it is everything else I owned could have burned in a fire I'd have been out fifteen bucks <laughs> <laughs> and that's including his SUV. <laughs> Okay, so don't that, you dare make fun of Kara. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that is a knockoff G Shock then. Yeah. Yep. Okay. What other questions? All right. So I noticed that your um, wall locker or foot uh, dresser that clearly looks like it's barrack issue is a jar. It is a jar. Yeah. Yes. What was in that drawer? Uh, it looks like underwear. It yeah. clearly looks like there's a sex toy in there. That's what I'm thinking. It, it looks like... <laughs> no, there's no sex toy in there. That, that white knob, that looks like a very large dildo's penis. Like, First t- off, like tip. Yeah. my cum sock has a name. And much like the other cum socks, I forget its name. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Bro, you think that's bad? I was about to Holy name it. Holy shit. I was, I was about to fucking roast and put on the name, and I didn't want to do it. Yeah, yeah. But Mike, you know who I was thinking about. Of course, of course. Yeah, because my first assessment of that was that. <laughs> Jesus. Sorry, the only difference is that this one doesn't have a Twitter account. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> keep Fuck. it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Keep it. Yeah, I'm with it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fucking boom roast. Wow. And I was holding back jokes. <laughs> you told me. You were like, say something funny, Cloud. And I was like, you got it, buddy. Just had to get the old, uh, the old Welsh juice in me. Oh, man. Oh, man. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So my next question yeah. would be is um, why did you choose this pose? For those of you who can't see, obviously, because we don't have video, um, he kind of has this like contemplative, like looking off to the side, finger over his lips, uh, kind of like deep in thought. Like, mm. what what was going through your your wrinkled forehead? <laughs> he looks uh, like it was, the statue of the thinker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't know. It was a lot of embarrassment, a lot of shame. 
Um, I never look at the camera ever, so there's that portion of it. But I don't know. I think I think it was more of if, if you can see my my uh, barracks r- door room is open, so I don't yeah. want some somebody to walk by and see me taking said picture. So that was just a quick snap, get it over with, upload. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. And as uh, keeping with Mike Sensi, he was too lazy just to reach his foot out and kick the little stop up so the door would close on its own. Yeah. No. I don't. I, doors it, open. It's, it's staying open. Since it was a bet, did you have to pay for the haircut or did he take care of that? No, you had to pay for it yourself. That was part of it. Oh, wow. Insult yeah. to injury. Lame. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I assume that haircut costs like what, like $8? Oh, yeah, something. Yeah, I mean, that's like easily like eight wings that you could have had. That's clearly a base <laughs> haircut. That is four fifty max. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't very expensive. No, so Although I, love- I, I will say um, when I went back to work on Monday, I was obviously super embarrassed because – I took my cover off and you could see like, Oh, I have a, a fucking war tuft on my head. But when I went, cause obviously I worked in the H and S building. So I went upstairs to where my office was and I was hoping to get through the day without anybody seeing. But first thing company first started walks by and goes RP. Fuck. Yes. <laughs> he loved it. <laughs> he loved it. Did that, loved make it, it. <laughs> did that make it better or worse for you? Made it so much worse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so much worse. Cause the first time would be like me, be like, fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> war boner. Yeah, exactly. When I was on my way out of the Marine Corps. There was, we had to do this hike and I, he, my first start was like, Hey, you're going to do the hike. Right. And I was like, Oh Christ. Okay, sure. Yeah. First start, I'll do it. And we got done with the hike. So we get back, we drop our packs and we're standing there like just sweating to death. Cause it's 29 palms. And I take my helmet off like everybody else does. And first start, cause I'm, I'm tall. And I'm in the back when the formation turns. So first Sergeant's right behind me and I feel like looming over me. And he goes, hey, Sergeant Pfeffer. And I said, first Sergeant. And he goes, what the fuck is on top of your head? (laughs) I was was like, it's in regs. He's like, "Uh, I don't fucking care. Cut that mop off your goddamn dome. (laughs) And I was proud. I was like, yes. And that, that's impressive considering if, if it was under your helmet for the entire duration of like a, a forced road march, then it was probably matted down pretty well. And if that still was like big enough to a big enough mound to piss them off. Oh, I looked like I looked like Brad Pitt and Fury. Like nice. it was like like <laughs> long. It was completely shaved on the sides and like just flat on the top, but yeah. long. But it was within regs. Yeah. So looking at this picture, I, I won't give you too much shit for looking in the camera. Too late. Um, because you know we, you and I have have known each other for several years now, and I think mm-hmm. you and I have made contact on maybe eye contact on maybe three occasions. Yeah, yeah. Two of those were on accident, <laughs> and the one time that it was deliberate is last year for Fourth of July when you and I soloed win the uh, the cornhole tournament at the bunker. Mm-hmm. Like it came down to like the last point, and yeah. you, you made eye contact with me as in like a solemn nod of approval, like you got this, <laughs> and then I scored the point and we won. We now, did. Was that the actual yeah. tournament inside the bunker, or are you talking about afterwards in the bathroom? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it, is this what it's feel like to be on the other end of me when I say some awful <laughs> shit while you're trying to tell a story? I, I, w- yes. I, will, I will say, pertaining to last week's episode, which is very good, by the way, guys. Uh, last week's episode, Dan, you were so horny. <laughs> it was hilarious just Look. to hear AJ try and get through his thought while you were sitting there saying butt fuck the whole time. Look, the cream pie king was on leave. The box eater nine thousand was on leave. Like I, I was trying to carry the show with some like light humor. You know, that's all I could say. It was good. It was good. Yeah. So um, yeah, I will say that maybe three times in the entire time that we've known each other, and from all the reports that I've gotten, uh, zero times <laughs> with any woman you've made love to. True. True. Very true. Yeah, I, I think you're reserving that for your wedding night. Is, that's, how um, they, that's how they get your soul. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that's what the Yelp reviews agree with. Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> now, now, legitimately, and here's here's an honest question: If you think, uh, if you think that there was like a Yelp review on you from all the people you've ever been with, would you want to read the reviews? Every single person I've been with. Yes. Hmm. Hey, NFL NFL teams watch their games. You got to improve <laughs> your performance somehow. I'm just saying, like, uh, there, I, there actually uh, was there was an app that was designed for that purpose. It was like Yelp reviews for individual people. Yeah, and mm. it absolutely bombed because when it came out, like the first two hours it was out was just like, let's see how much shit and vitriol we can just dump on every human being alive. Yeah, and they were like, this was a bad plan. We wasted two years of our lives. <laughs> But yeah, so like AJ and I had this conversation the other day, like sometimes, you know, when you get into disagreements with people, they try to get like a, a little parting shot, you know, to try to hurt your ego on the way out, whether it be true sure. or mostly not. And, you know, it, it usually comes from a petty place. So like, would you want to know what people have to say? I would honestly, yeah, I, I think I would just because um, I feel like I'm someone who can take criticism pretty well. Uh, I can take jokes pretty well and I can handle pettiness. Um, it'd be a lot of reviews to read, but I think I could get through them. <laughs> <laughs> see, here's, here's the thing though. Like I, I know you're the type of person that, you know, you're mature enough to like accept criticism, but you internalize. Do you think mm. that would actually change your performance if upon reading the reviews? Lord, no, no. Ab- absolutely not. No. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, AJ? Would you want to rev- read the, all the reviews? Mm, I'm going to say no. Yeah. Uh, I will say that uh, you made a comment earlier. What was it? Box Eater 9000. Is that what you called me? Yes. The, the, the <laughs> Box Eater 9000 is on hiatus <laughs> because. No, no. Like integrity. He's been, he's been super good. Like he's, uh, you know, he, he's been getting his shit together. He's been focusing on himself, which is super interesting. I don't want to get too much into it, but like when a female says like, oh yeah, I'm just working on me. Everyone's like, yeah, it's queen, like, you know, empowerment, stuff like that. But if a dude is just like, nah, I don't want to date right now. I just want to like figure myself out. Everybody's like, what are you gay? Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in fairness, I, I will say uh, again, I won't get into it, but uh, there's there's a, a saying that I used to like. It's that you're you are the villain in someone's story. He no longer likes that saying, is what he's saying. <laughs> I no, I I do like that saying because you have to be self reflective. You can't improve, right? If you if you there, there's a saying in my old job. Once you start believing your own bullshit, it's time to get out of the game. That's fair. Right. And so when you convince yourself for the longest time that you're a good guy and that you're doing the right thing for the right reasons, and then it turns out that you're not, you have to fucking self reflect, figure out what you're doing wrong, and unfuck yourself. Sometimes you can fix it. Sometimes you just got to look at the burning wreckage and say, well, let's not fucking have that happen again. That's fair. I, um, I think that what, when it comes to relationships, a lot of people spend too much time uh, dwelling on uh, painful things. And at a certain point in time, if you, uh, if you hold too much coal or fire to your heart, it does burn and you do mm-hmm. take that with you. So like mentally preparing yourself for a relationship at a certain point in time, you have to learn to let stuff go and you can't carry baggage into future endeavors because why should the next person be punished for the sins of the past? You know, mm, absolutely. And that's what I did wrong. And, um, and then in addition to that, like, you know, it, it is good to be self-reflective and it's good, like you said, to you know, realize that, you know, nobody's perfect and everybody has, has done bad things, but you know, you, you can't be uh, unaware of certain things uh, because if you move forward in relationships, you continue to have the same thing happen to you over and over and over at a certain point in time, you have to be like, I'm fucking dumb. You know, like I kept falling for mm-hmm. this shit. Like, 
you know, I ignored all these red flags when I should have used them to knit a parachute to jump my ass the fuck out. Like, <laughs> anyway, getting off that subject, let's say that I, I, here's, here's why I would not read the reviews. <laughs> Damn, AJ. So right back into the subject, right? Yeah. I mean, let's, let's get back to the original intent, right? I'm yeah. not trying to, sort of trying to bear my soul on the show and, and take it to a dark place. I do that every episode. That's, yeah, that's true. I was, I was at work the other day, right? So we went to phase one and- we I have, feel like I know you so well now. We don't, we don't have any students yet. I wouldn't want to re- read the reviews and I'll tell you why, right? Uh, again, as part of self-reflection, I always kind of like have this like internalization of my performance, yeah. both emotionally and physically. And I think that I, I already, I, I'm very diff, I'm very hard on myself as it is. And I think that if I had other people like reviewing me, I could take criticism well, but I take criticism hard, right? So like if someone tells me I'm fucked up at work, I'll be like, ooh, I am fucked up. I will hold that shit for like weeks and ridiculously overcorrect. Now, would you say that is more or less embarrassing than when you gift a sword that you think is fine magnes metal <laughs> to a friend and they open it to find that is inferior quality? And kill their cat. And kill their cat. I, I will say that if I was going to give a sword to a friend, yeah. I have a much better taste in swords and I would not give someone cheap manganese bullshit. <laughs> like, I, I have a couple of swords up in my armory with the guns. He does. And, and I will say that... that the one that I have that is the replica of the one Charlemagne carried during the Crusades, that is four, it's like very high quality Spanish steel. Like the armor left his mark. He was proud of his work. Like <laughs> that's the quality of sword that I would give to a friend if that's what I was going to do. I, I will say that um, uh, for, you, you guys can't, can't see Mike's um, feed right now, but he has his little I love me wall behind him. And he has a, uh, a traditional, I believe, Polynesian weapon where it's like a, a piece of wood fashioned like an axe with like shark's teeth on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a dope gift. That is, yeah. It says, uh, <clears throat> it says to Doc Cincy, a.k.a. Operator Mike, because my former <laughs> <laughs> because my battalion hated me. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. He really is a corpsman. He's been bullshitting you this whole time. That's right. <laughs> Oh, they hate you so much. They gave you a dope momentum with a true. with an endearing nickname to remind <laughs> you of all the good times. <laughs> yeah, what idiots! Yeah, I guess Mike shouldn't read the reviews. <laughs> You'd be like, this this one says I was a fantastic lover. Obviously, yeah. a fucking moron. <laughs> no, I I think that like Mike would would like see whatever criticism, and he could be like, yeah, that's fair. I just didn't care about you that much to put in the effort. There'd be true. one. There'd be yeah. one in there. Be like. He gave me stickers for the smoke pit on the way out of the oh, on the way out of the apartment, and I'd be like, "Well, is, does that increase the stars or reduce yeah?" I'd, them? I'd say it would increase, you know, because yeah, you could, absolutely, you could not get stickers. Yeah, I mean, she got a parting gift. <laughs> Jesus and Christ! Th- there are worse parting gifts you can get from Mike. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? I'm over here trying to get sober. You guys are destroying me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just welcome to our reality. Yeah, jeez. You've had the luxury of just being sauced every episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? He actually has been talking a lot more than he usually does. Right? Like, Oh, my God. I, I know you guys heard. I forget what you guys, what we titled the episode, but there was the episode with, uh, with him and Lindsay and Colin. Yeah. yeah. Right? And... We're like, here, Mike, do your own episode. That way you could talk more. And then it was like Lindsay and Colin having a conversation every once in a while. They'd shit on Mike. <laughs> yeah. So I, I asked him, I was like, hey, Mike, uh, you know, what do you want this episode to be called? And he's like, uh, Mike takes the reins. And I was like, how's 
um, Daddy Mike takes control. And he's like, whatever works. (laughs) (laughs) Effectively handing the reins back over to you. (laughs) And And, I don't care. And, you know, um, as I am one to do, my nipples got hard at my own joke. And so I was like, (laughs) that's That's the truest thing I think he's said on the podcast ever. Ever, for sure. I mean, fuck, man. I've made you know, six thousand memes. Like, give me some slack. <laughs> I gotta find some of that shit funny. Like, he he is occasionally funny, yes. And so I, I knew that that was probably not the best way to uh, introduce our audience to a Mike Leet-driven uh, episode. <laughs> ah, I mean, I would accept it either way. I got compliments on quote unquote leading that episode, but it is funny. We had two guests that talked the whole time, so it was pretty easy. It's easy day, you know. And uh, I think. Uh, AJ doesn't get enough credit for a lot of things and here we go you know the <laughs> the you know the fact that he suggested that um, you know those be the two guests on the show because their personalities would be more conducive to an episode like that mm. it wouldn't just be like you awkwardly with two other guests who don't talk a lot that's uh, true so I, I I will say that was you know prudent and sage of him I threw you a lifeline, oh, Mike, and you, you grabbed onto it, wrapped yourself in it, and we're like, ha put me on the medic flight. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he wrapped it around his neck and jerked himself off. That's right. <laughs> Damn. And now that, he, now that he's sobering up, he's welcoming the reality that conversation requires more than a, yeah, corn's great. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. Oh, speaking of fucking corn. Oh God! <laughs> you know, I I miss Mike, and so you know, I saw a uh, sippable corn soup in the grocery store, and reminded me of say, him. Can I say the grossest picture you've ever sent me ever? And I've sent him some <laughs> gross pictures. Yeah, exactly. I've seen you nude a lot. <laughs> I can't. I can't even thinking of that. It fucking kills me. I was I was fucking shocked. <laughs> so Mike it's says, the most shocking. It's the most shocking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> and so when Mike says that this uh, picture of the corn uh, infuriates his poor. Yeah. Sippable soup? Yeah. Go yeah. murder yourself. <laughs> and so I got up. I walked to the kitchen. I got a bottle of Jameson. I walked back to the office. I set it next to the soup. I took a picture and I was like, is that better? And he's like, much. <laughs> yeah, it's much better. It already improved it. He came, and that was coming from a place of sobriety. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and fun fact, that's actually when he informed us that he was now uh, attempting to be sober immediately yeah. after I sent him a picture of Jameson, like an <laughs> asshole. Because you tempted him with his two favorite things, boot, corn. <laughs> corn and Jameson. Yeah. And then the third thing, being indifferent about something I sent him. <laughs> you, know, you know, and the, the funny thing is, and I, I, I remarked on this at the time, but uh, we, we went over to Mike's apartment to, to tape that episode. Yeah. And uh, we walked in, and before we got there, I was I texted Mike. I was like, "Hey, man, do you have booze, or should I stop?" He's like, "I mean, I have booze, but you know, if it's not what you're gonna want, you might want to stop and get something." So I get there, and I was like, "Hey, Mikey, where's the booze?" And he's like, "It's behind the bar, you fucking idiot." And I was like, "All right, fair, I'm fair. I walked yeah, in." He's kind of mean when he's drunk, isn't he? <laughs> well, I, mean, right. I have nothing by which to compare it. <laughs> this episode right now. <laughs> in fairness, so I go behind the bar, which I mean, I didn't. I, should have thought about that but mm-hmm. like it's a fully stocked bar like there's the the full like liter and a half size for like six different <laughs> boozes yeah. and like the biggest bottle that jameson makes and i was like what part of you thought that there wasn't going to be things behind here i'd like 
I don't know. People are picky. I feel like when people come over, they're always like, do you have booze? I'm like, yeah, I have a little bit of everything, which I do. But then they're like, I don't like any of this. So I was just preparing for the worst. Um, those people are shitty human beings because if you go to someone's house and they offer you a, a bucket of Jameson, yep. they should say, thank you, Michael. I appreciate your hospitality. Yeah. You know what uh, his welcome mat says? Don't look a gift cream pie in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, it used to say that. Now it's just got so many splotches on it. You can't really read it anymore. The so, welcome mat. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you don't Lonely always want nights. him to come. <laughs> you don't always want the Hordash driver to come inside the apartment. Yeah. So I, um, I, I will say to, to, to round this out, uh, Mike, I, um, Mike and I have a running joke where whenever he does something, I ingest, try to take credit for it and to see how creative I can be about trying to assume credit for this. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, pull the curtain back a little bit. I'm going to take credit for Mike being sober. <laughs> okay. Are you? <laughs> I, I want to <laughs> yes. see him connect the dots on this because he's figuring yeah. out a way. Yeah. He wouldn't have brought I, it up so. if he hadn't already planned it out. It's so, true. If you uh, remember uh, two episodes ago, which you all do because we love you and you know you guys are great audiences, uh, we were remarking about how every time I go to Mike's house, I bring him the shittiest beer I can possibly find as a commentary on his alcoholism. And Mike, being the well-adjusted adult that he is, was able to take that criticism and realize that he needed to get sober. So, no, you bring me <laughs> shit beer because you're a shit human being. <laughs> wait, wait. So, according, according to Dan's logic... Yeah. Bush ice is so terrible that it made you swear off alcohol completely. Yes. Wow. Then why, mean, did you, why did you have a thirst trap video of you dumping it on your own chest? That wow. Was P- that was PBR for the record. <laughs> that, that was months ago. Lie to me. You don't lie to the audience. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was months ago. I had my fucking mutton chops in that video. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, logic. Yeah, I, I can't dispute that logic. But would you say, um, out out of a scale of uh, one to five stars, one being you are not impressed with your manganese steel sword, <laughs> and five being that your cat survived and you were not embarrassed at the birthday party, uh, how right. much how much credit do I get for you being sober? Zero stars. Wow. Yeah, not applicable. <laughs> You get zero. But, okay, well, defend your position. Don't just say zero stars and then, sh- and then clam shut. Have Remember, you not read a review ever? <laughs> have you not met me? <laughs> I, I have. Well, I met you, but I didn't meet you sober. Like, experience. like I met Mike Sensi, the cream pie king. Now I'm meeting right. Michael Sensi. The career, <laughs> the career man. <laughs> the, the, the kind of kid that has... Uh, more crow's feet and a, and a, and a, and a warhawk. <laughs> no, uh, I'm going to wait till you fall. Kind of like Japan went from like bayonet charges to anime. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of been Mike's character arc development. No, I, 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 I want to wait till he gets a warhawk again and yeah. it's like some wackadoodle color so that he looks like the automatic protagonist. Oh, wait, does he have to get a warhawk if he doesn't stay sober? Bro, we, we didn't yes. say that, so I can't hold him to it. A hundred percent. Unless he wants to do that. Like, if, cause I'm. I'm I'm fair when it comes to bets. I didn't state that to begin with, so if, that's if, up to Mike. If he gets drunk, I'm giving him a warhawk, and he'll be too drunk <laughs> to stop me. Now, does his pubes have to match? Well, I mean, if he had any. <laughs> that's, honestly, that's the best answer. Yeah, yeah. As we've already discussed, the only part of that man that's not hairy is his junk and his taint. Okay, now, <laughs> is that because uh, he is not great at growing uh, various body hairs, or is it because there's a lack of hair because of friction? Um, 
I wouldn't be able to say one way or another, having, again, no point of reference. But I will say that during the taping, when I said that particular line, I was like, the only part of Mike's body that's not covered in fur is his b-hole. I immediately got resistance from the crowd. Mm. (laughs) Like, I got a a shake in the head. Like, nope. Yeah, there was even a peacock on the balcony looking in. Like, we all know that's a lie. That's right. We're like, what's a peacock doing in this area? They're not indigenous. <laughs> and then it went, ah, and flew away. <laughs> Again, lie to us, Mike. Don't lie to the audience. They I, love I would you. never lie to I would never lie to any of you. <laughs> so, Mike, do you have any closing thoughts? Oh, we're wrapping up. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, uh, we never wrap up here at the smoke pit. Hey. Yeah. Every time we say closing thoughts, it's another half an hour. So just go that's, with that. Is, that's that's actually a good point. Uh, no, I got nothing, man. I I don't know if you can see my hand, but it's actually shaking. Yeah, just because. Uh, I now, really want to drink. So now, is that lack of alcohol, uh, realization of existential dread, or the cubic butt fuck amount of peppers you just consumed? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> muta, Finger muta. Snap. Yes. <laughs> muta, muta. What shall we have for the dinner? Existential crisis. <laughs> yes, AJ has uh, become quite the TikTok aficionado, and he yeah. knows now more TikTok uh, nuances and lore and references than I do. I will say once you get past the the idiot teenagers doing stupid dances nobody cares about, there's a side of TikTok that's pretty damn entertaining. Too bad it's going away. Wow. Yeah, good luck with that. Just it's already we... happening. It's it's already happening. See, they say that, but at the same time, like, uh, what is it? The the government had this whole campaign against uh, Huawei, which is a Chinese company, but they make a lot of their stuff in in uh, Malaysia. But I'll tell you, I, I bought a, a Huawei watch, like one of those smart watch made by Huawei. Is it, was this your G-Shock knockoff? No, this is, this is one I still have and I still wear. It was, it was 200 bucks, so it was the cheapest, uh, it was the cheapest smart watch that had the, like the five-star reviews. Yeah. And it was 500 bucks. It has like this really nice band that's like leather on top but silicon on the bottom. And it like survived several deployments overseas and still going strong. And they were like, yeah, we're going to ban all Huawei technology. And I was like, okay, like ban whatever you want. This thing runs off of Google, so I don't care. Yeah, uh, fun fact, that watch actually has a little gyro in it. So the more you jack off, the more it charges itself. So you never even nice. have to plug it in or replace the battery. That's, I love it. That's erroneous because if it was true, if it was true, it would be charged at full, full blast all the time. I usually have to plug it in at least once a day. So you could have just made that joke without shitting on me first. Right, exactly. Yeah. I mean, no, I, the, the problem is that the joke was funny. But then I got very salty about the fact that that wasn't the case. Because <laughs> I was like, I would never have to charge that thing. Salty, much like every sock in Mike's barracks room. <laughs> <laughs> the ones named or otherwise. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, th- I think that's a great note to end it on. I'll, that's uh, true. Those are my final thoughts. I'll, <laughs> AJ, p- would you please deliver your final thoughts and then Mike uh, talk for another 20 or 30 minutes alone and then we'll end the episode. <laughs> Dan's absolutely right. Uh, you have to be a good steward of the veteran community in that, you know, just because you get out of the military doesn't mean that you being a better citizen gets to stop at the water's edge. Like you get your DD-214, you get to grow your hair long and grow a beard and all this other stuff. It doesn't mean you get to immediately revert back to, or, you know, if you're that kind of person, continue being an absolute piece of shit. And I think we've said on the show before, if you're going to get out, if you're going to be a piece of shit in the military, and then or or get out of the military and then be a piece of shit 
Hey, I mean, you have the freedom to do that. Just don't like tell people that you were in the military. Like, don't, 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 don't make it bet worse for everybody else. Yeah. Like, if you can't help yourself, if you have to be a piece of shit, just be an anonymous piece of shit. Yep. That's fair, Mike. What you got? Okay, <laughs> oh, we rounded out on a serious note. Um, I will say, I, I've said it on like a really old episode, I believe. Uh, the military doesn't make you a good person. People think it does. That's because they've never served. Uh, inherently our ranks are filled with bad people. Um, you can be a bad person and a good soldier, sailor, airman, Marine, and vice versa. You can be a, you know, uh, a good person and be a bad soldier. I mean, it just, it doesn't translate that way. Yep. Um, if you're going to, if you're going to be a bad person, you're a bad person. Uh, having military service behind you or even in front of you won't change that. So just remember that at the end of the day, we're all people, uh, how you decide to be as a person is up to you. Well said, Mike. Thanks, buddy. I'm sober. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm liking sober, Mike. Yeah, I I, mean, I, don't, I don't like him. He's very itchy. <laughs> I itch. I itch. <laughs> you can you can use that uh that axe with the shark teeth to scratch it. That's right. <laughs> you, you know what it is? I, I'll I'll be showing my age here a little bit, but uh, I think as the team medic, I will say that you probably have ghosts in your blood, and you should be thinking about it. <laughs> Yes, and I would also say uh, that you should drink because I want to see you with another Warhawk. Okay, for real though, we uh, we appreciate everybody sticking through this. We might even have to do this as a two part episode because it, it's yeah, been going for it's a long. Long. Oh shit, yeah. we're still recording. Yeah, I thought we wrapped. <laughs> okay, <laughs> bye bye bye.